0: episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Wario Will. Okay, so I finally staved off that beast that is in the basement, which is Miss Carrie down there. Yes, you're not coming out of that hole. No, it's not time. And, but yeah, overall, the second week of November, I'm starting to pick up now. And yeah, just, I mean, again t- tonight and of course this coming weekend, um, Veterans Day weekend. Oh boy, that's flat fest. Can't wait, can't wait.
1: I, well, I, I've never had to actually tell you this, but um, I feel it's kind of appropriate today. All I want for Christmas. No, no, we did that bit
0: last <laughs> week. I've to do, do it this time around.
2: I know.
1: I'm just kidding. All right. So we did have to have a, a little shift in our uh, programming, if you will, because our usual co-host Scott is having a, let's just call it a work issue.
2: All right,
1: Like a completely random He didn't really want to be doing this And he apologizes profusely Work issues so he is not here tonight But in his place is our boss Koopa Keith
3: You guys gotta find another replacement <laughs> it, it feels bad It's like you know what Scott's not here so we'll just settle for Keith And it's well, like
1: it's not about well, settling. Well,
3: okay then. Thanks.
1: <laughs> it's not about settling. It's literally who's left. I mean, we had this other. Co-host that's guy. not much better. That's <laughs> not, not much better. I mean, we used to have this other co host guy, and he's like either chasing the 76ers or trying to find the Master Emerald or something. I, I his, his name escapes me at the moment. And Scott was our backup. But then when he left, Scott came in. And now with Scott gone, like, you're literally all that's left
3: yeah scott i feel scott's pain he's also a fellow it person so yeah there you go he knows the pains
1: yeah. all right well we do have a fun show tonight and we were st- we are still doing our uh Settle it and splat as our podcast title indicates but first what have you been playing i'm gonna go first because unlike last week i have not only dived into bayonetta 3 i have completed it
2: Mm-mm. my review
1: is on the website i gave it a four out of five which i, th- which I feel is fair and while i will not spoil everything yet um because i well you have the game but you haven't beaten it right
0: <laughs> sadly no sadly no i haven't kind of been crawling but because one i was actually being a, a very good busybody and actually helping out with the site so yeah so uh-huh. it basically took some time away from it uh-huh. so yes
1: yeah, sure Ladies and gentlemen, Will has not completed a game that he has bought. Wow, that's a shocker here. <laughs> oh,
0: that's a big surprise. Yes, I'm now.
1: Die from being surprised. Um, yeah, so that's fine. But I won't spoil everything. What I will say is that I had a lot of fun with the game. Uh, for the most part, uh, the action is pure platinum. Mm-mm, the choreography. I, I don't feel that like people. Are t- <coughs> Sorry, people are talking. En- <coughs> Sorry, uh, talking enough about this. Like the set pieces, like the cutscenes and how they're, you know, choreographed and, and to make it feel fresh, like everything feels insanely awesome when you're watching the cutscenes go. And the mm-hmm. gameplay feels great mm-hmm. too. Don't get me wrong, but like the cutscenes and like the action set pieces, it feels like I'm watching like a, a real movie, but with you know, epic epic witches and right, 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 and, right, right, and, right. Mon- mm-hmm. and all that and platinum games i don't know what they were on when they were making this game but they were clearly having a blast <laughs>
0: like, yeah I'm... it's
1: ridiculous at times how crazy things get and yet you believe every single minute of it I'm like yeah,
0: okay <laughs> i mean that's kind of platinum of stick like when it doesn't matter like yeah they just do for the heck of it like yeah let's do like even like the beginning again flood manhattan yeah. or like just completely blow up shibuya with are. all that yes
3: yeah, when it, it comes to platinum, you can tell which games they really enjoy working on. Yes, like Bayonetta, uh, your automata, um, even the Transformers one they did way back when. They, oh, right. yeah, when, yep, yep. yep. when they do these things, they simply love them. And then there's other games that are, well, we won't talk about them anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we could have had something with scale, bomb, but again, curse you, Microsoft. And again, no,
3: I it was platinum. They came out and said it was platinum, all platinum.
0: Wait,
1: what? I, I thought for sure, no, they said it was, like Hideki Kamiya himself said it was Microsoft.
3: Nope. Nope.
1: Uh-oh. Okay, I'll have to look that up, because I did not hear that, because I heard it was all about Microsoft, because they were almost done with the game.
3: Yeah, they came out, so they kept saying it was Microsoft, but then they came back later and was like, no, it's not really just Microsoft, no. Oh, so was
0: it really. a 50-50
2: blamed then? Oh. Yep. Interesting.
1: Interesting. All right, well, anyway. The game is just I I will spoil one thing for Will, but you you have to see it to believe it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They not only poke fun at Astral Chain at one point, they actually poke fun at themselves. Because Mm. as any Bayonetta fan knows, Bayonetta is very elaborate with her dance moves. Oh, okay, okay. And so in one action scene later in the game, she does like full-on dance choreography to summon one of her demons, right, and right. the homunculi decide, okay, we can do that too. So they basically break out into the thriller dance. <laughs> I kid you not. They like it's like a like the, the human-shaped homunculi. They go full-on choreography thriller dance, and Banas is just like, oh, I see. So that's what it feels like, and I'm just like. They seriously just did the thriller dance, oh, close enough, in Bayonetta of Three. Like they're poking fun at themselves there, because it's like, oh yeah, because she's like, over elaborate with her dance moves, and like, okay,
2: the monsters can do that too. Why not? And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like pl- uh, Platinum Stick as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Now, uh, again, I won't dive into spoilers, but the ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um. It's a lot. <laughs> I will have emotions on it, but I um I don't want to say too much because I don't want to... Right, it. right,
2: right, right, right.
1: However, I will say that I can understand why it's divisive. Some of you will be fine with it. A lot of you probably won't. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely a choice. <laughs> it was definitely a choice. Let's just put it that way so but everything up to that was pretty pretty darn good uh love the action love the multiverse uh this is my multiverse of madness ladies yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. i put that in my
1: review i couldn't resist um and yes it's better than dr strange so (laughs) wasn't a high bar to clear (laughs) but it's it's but hey dr strange is better than love and thunder so but that's also not saying much either so uh, i highly recommend the game especially if you played the first two you will love it Uh, and then, of course, there's challenge modes, and there's actually a little bit of news that we'll get to a little bit later that might indicate more content coming for the game, maybe, question mark? So, we shall see, but again, my review is up, it's four out of five for me, I highly recommend it, so uh, go and try it when you can. Will.
2: Okay, 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 that's it? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been, I play Fire Emblem Heroes, but that's just like the voting gauntlet.
1: Uh, <laughs> Although, yeah, that... oh yeah, the ninja banner is totally gratuitous. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure why I'm surprised anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good bridge into my, what I've been playing. So, yeah, going on with going to Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah, that ninja banner. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were definitely happy that Shershi was coming back because, like, yeah, we we didn't have an, an alternate for Shershi in all these years, so yeah, a lot of people were happy that Shershi was getting alternate and a Ninja one, but yeah, and of course, I'm like, I'm surprised that we didn't get her sooner, but then again, we we had to space it out a bit, so yes, we did get we did get Ninja Camilla, and yep, it's. Yeah, it's expected as you you be with Camilla and it just yeah it works in a sense, and of course uh, with um one of the male uh, I forgot his name but yeah one more uh, of the demo unit as well as the the focus dual unit which is um uh leg yarn and uh fium uh, dual ninja which is basically it's pretty much the same thing as um a dual uh, ninja uh lin as yeah ninja lin and. <laughs> yeah yeah you can already tell what the artwork of course is made by coupon sensei and lo and behold like I'm, strangely enough my, my rng rng look went, went, went so well i like i managed to get all four in my, up to my spark so Jesus was, was very lucky to me uh this time around so yeah i mean it's it's that it's the ninja banner but of course the new banner will be coming up soon with the whole um uh, build your bonds event so you can save up some orbs so but by all means just say the orbs until we head into the winter months to say the least so yeah get ready for that so, and that so yeah um aside from that it's really just been kind of quiet i am almost finished up with my battle pass on fall guys so almost and right now at the time of recording um media tonic has, has uh allowed for a double uh, fame points so able to get some progress done and, instead of like grinding it out so yeah continue on the fall guys as well as um how to? yeah i have been making some dents into um uh, rabbit sparks of hope which i i finally actually meet up to a uh, bowser and yeah it, it's pretty funny as it is so yeah just make my way downtown with uh sparks of hope and i mean it's pretty much quiet for the most part i'm trying to get through my backlogs but and if if anything else, of course, yeah, bayonetta Three, uh, Sparks of Hope, Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which, <laughs> um, by the way, uh, uh, Todd, you do remember like when Daddy Sakurai showed off the two uh Xenoblade Chronicles statues of Pirate Meteor, yeah, back in his direct.
1: That's when he mentioned that he always has a statue to like reference them by.
0: <laughs> because funny enough my mitra statue is coming in next week and it from Ami, Ami i'm just really surprised because i was expecting to come in next year but it's actually coming much more sooner so thank you Amiami, Ami, for getting it very quickly so yes i'll be getting the Meteor statue uh next week while my pyro statue is supposedly to something some, but i don't know about good smile company so yeah those, Good smile, I love you, but you are very slow with your deliveries. I'm sorry.
1: Like, I had to wait over a year for Ike. I mean, I'm willing to wait for Ike, but like a year, really?
2: really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, good smile. If you if, if by all like this is my clear recommendation, if you want to get something very quick, just by all means order from Amiami. Ami. But if you want like get like the bonuses from Goodsmile, so that by all means. But Amiami Ami is definitely the way to go. But that's just my opinion. And just to wrap it up, there is one more game, but I really want want to add this to it because I would earn the ire of Todd over there. He's staring me down right now. (laughs) And... uh. (laughs) <laughs> because i have actually tried a little bit of a new um uh m- m- gotcha game as well which uh as you know um dragon audio will be shutting down in the coming weeks so i've kind of delved into another gacha game and it's called uh nike goddess of victory and if you know that game you know that game I'm, i i'll let you i'll let the people just figure it out if they know this uh, a game called nike goddess of victory then by all means you know it is my alley, say please, quote unquote. Aha!
1: Uh-huh. So you're <laughs> saying that it's for people who are men and women of culture.
0: Oh, by all means, yes, it's very fun and cultured. Again, great mechanics and surprisingly very good. Um, I, I would say it's actually pretty decently uh free to play friendly. So, to say please. So, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad for the most part. I mean, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised with you. <laughs> I endure you because you are loyal. All right. Keith, how about you? What have you You haven't been on the podcast for a while, so uh, regale us with your recent gaming exploits. Well,
3: I picked up Bayonetta 3, and nice. I also do have Sparks of Hope, which I plan on playing um, during the Thanksgiving holiday because that's going to be the only time I actually have some time to sit down and not worry about doing anything at work, Fair. not doing anything for here, locking myself in my room, and just playing through the games. But... Other than that, I've been playing a game that I've been waiting for for over ten years, and it's finally out. And it's basically a game like Metroid. Oh, okay, it basically okay. was a replacement for Metroid because back then Nintendo was like Metroid. We don't care about this game anymore. And then during the development of this game, uh, Metro- Nintendo finally went, "All right, we're going to do Metroid again." This game is called Ghost Song. I kicked I, kick- I uh, donated to the Kickstarter. Like years ago, like 2014.
1: Wow, it's one of those yeah, ones. and it just
3: came out, and wow. I've been in that game like literally nonstop. I've beaten it several times. I'm writing guides for it. I'm trying to find all the secrets. I'm just in love with this game, but I think the love is 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 ending really soon because it's like I've done everything I can do. I'm pretty much done, and it it's and. Those kind of games, like Metroid, once you've beaten a couple of times, like, all right, well, I'm done. I don't want to play anymore because I've done everything. But it has been a great experience thus far. I do want to play Sonic Frontiers, uh, but I'm conflicted on it, which I think that's a topic for later on, so I'll talk about that mm-hmm. why I'm conflicted mm-hmm. on it. But other than that, I really haven't played many games. I just haven't had the time, unfortunately. I, I know that I, feeling. I found myself the last couple months just not having time to play anything or when i start playing something go i really won't feel like playing a game right now i don't i literally i've i reach peak adult now it was like wow it's 10 o'clock 11 o'clock and i i need to take my butt to bed i can't stay (laughs) up to 12 o'clock one o'clock anymore i gotta go to work in the morning so
1: yeah i totally feel that i mean i I was lucky that i got certain games when i did because like the beginnings of my month are usually really crazy so i was trying to do everything while playing sparks of hope while doing bayonetta and uh one of my other jobs said hey dot i know you're new to this but we're not gonna we're gonna have a week of not working and i'm like when and it's like like christmas to new year's and i'm like oh and then i realized i'm probably gonna get persona 5 for christmas because my mom didn't get me for me for my birthday
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Bad parent, bad. No, I'm joking. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, wait a minute. that means I'll have a week to play Persona 5.
3: Oh, I can't wait for Christmas. Christmas, I have <laughs> the first four days of that week, and then a week after Christmas. I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm saying this now that I'm going to sit down and play games, but I know that's not what's going to happen. But <laughs> it's always nice to dream
0: yeah 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 i just once once a holiday time so like yeah it's time to shut down wait until the new celebrate the new year's let's be quiet and like yeah just play some freaking games exactly. watch some anime whatever just chill out until the new year
3: you know of course i also have god of war sitting next to me and it's like playing me and i'm like nah dude i don't really care right now i might return it i was never a big fan of god of war oh. so
1: what do, you, what, what do you have it on we want to have it on
3: okay. <laughs> <PCB>. <laughs> Say again, PC. No, God of War Ragnarok. It's only on PlayStation four oh God, or five.
1: I'm sorry, I was the, the PS4 version, the PS4 one's on PC, so yeah, finally, yeah. I might get that one, one maybe, uh, you know, after I get through all my other backlog, but
3: it's good on the PC. I just picked up Ragnarok, you know, I i really just jumped on a collector's edition when it first came out because I really wanted this cool stuff in the box, right? I might just keep the stuff that's in the box and go, all right, I'm selling this code, I'm just, I. I, uh, mm. I played God of, God, God of War 2018. I got towards the end and I was like, all right, I'm done. And I dropped the game. Just literally dropped it. I, I don't like <laughs> playing anymore. Right, right, right. So, of I course, have. when I did come back to it on PlayStation 5 and play it continue, my cloud save got disappeared. Ouch. That Ouch. happens a lot, apparently, when you play PlayStation 4 games and try and play it on PlayStation 5 and all of a sudden your cloud is save is gone. It's like, well, that's That's not cool.
0: That was the point of buying PlayStation Plus for cloud stuff.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. People have been complaining about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but yeah. If you like Metroid games, check out Ghost Song. If you want, if you want more, what? Actually, know what? I my review, I did say that Metroid Dread has has a one up over it just because it's newer. Mm -mm. But Ghost Song is a solid game. If you if you really enjoy Metroid games, give that a try. It's all on a Switch as well.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a solid game. Yeah, it's great. You just don't want it to be bad. I mean, we've all had games where we're like you know that was good, could have been better, but I enjoyed
0: playing it. Right, right. Again, with the industry these days, like we always get so much broken product. So I think <laughs> having a solid game, uh, I think it's well already enough as it is. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, and if anything, if there was to be a sequel, then they could you know try and make their improvements there. So whatever. All right. Let's head to the news, because there's been a lot of it. So, it's time to go down the warp pipe. Alright, we will do our big Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, preview next week, because then that'll be the night before the launch. But, if you haven't heard, we are here to warn you, leaks abundant. Alright? Like, it's bad. There, I, I saw a tweet earlier, I've refused to look at it in full, but someone has somehow gotten the entire Pokemon roster for the Paldea region and leaked it online. And I saw uh, a, a different spoiler, it was like a much smaller spoiler, it was a shiny Pokemon, um, on my feed naturally on Twitter. So if you haven't like, liking a lot of Pokemon tweets, you might come across it in your timeline, so you might want to set some, what's the word? uh restrictions uh what's the one where you like mute the words anybody
3: no i'm confused on twitter like when you want to block like certain hashtags yeah
0: yeah
3: when i think of blocking i think of like blocking people not blocking words
1: anyway uh but yeah block those words out so you don't get the leaks because they're they are out there and then somehow there's already hours of pokemon footage Scarlet and footage on the internet to watch. It probably has been taken down by the time you're hearing this, but just in case it's not, you might want to, you know, steer away. And I hate this. I hate that we have to be so careful about these dang leaks and they always happen right before the launch. Like how, how does this keep well, happening? Well,
3: apparently from what I've been reading, since we talked about this, a couple people got access to early copies. Great. Wonk, wonk. Yeah. So. It could be either store date or hey, Nintendo gave me a copy of the game and I decided to just go, thanks, Nintendo. I'm gonna open up this game and spoil everything.
1: Like why?
0: Like Exactly. People just want to see the world burn.
1: Yeah. Like and I and I know there's always gonna be like those people out there, but it's it's sad that it just keeps happening so consistently that instead of, you know, po- Cultivating their relationship and everything, just like nah, screw it, let's just let's just leak it out there, and get like the infamy. I'm like, really?
3: Everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame, and yeah. they get it Yeah. constantly.
1: Uh, boy, just it makes me sad because I know and I, and I remember writing something about this for the Adderhaven, Like the Pokemon Company hates these leaks with all that they have. Like they want nothing more than pr- to prevent these leaks from occurring. Because they know that it hurts the game, it hurts the surprises. Because um, there's there's simple joys in finding the new Pokemon and watching the evolutions happen. And when you you get it spoiled, it it sucks. Because it's just like, oh, so that's what that was, and oh, well, that's what this was. I'm like, why did, couldn't we just have like the natural love for it, you know? And uh, like a, a great example. Uh, in Pokemon Legends Arceus, I saw that there was a leak about the, uh, the, the, the the evolutions for certain Pokemon, including the starters. And I'm like, oh, they must have have you know, regional variants. And that was cool. And I had Cyndaquil, who's one of my all-time favorites. And when, because I didn't see the leaks in full, when he evolved into the Ghost-type Typhlosion, I'm like, oh, that looks so cool! It was like a genuine response. I loved it. And I'm glad that I didn't uh, worry about, have to worry about seeing that online or because I avoided the leaks.
3: Not okay. to cut you off, Go but yeah, ahead. I'm just looking more into it. Apparently some guy, some person streamed over, what was it, somebody's been streaming this game for over 14 hours. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a lot, it's wrong, it, and that's a lot. I mean, one hour, I mean, you could probably get away with that, but like 14, like seriously? <sighs> i just again i feel bad for the pokemon company because they want this to be at least partially a surprise they've been very methodical with their pokemon announcements and like in the like, the release trailers and everything which we'll be talking about soon enough and it's like why why would you do that why would you do that <laughs> to them
0: uh, it's just kind of just sad as you as you said just want people just want to like okay just spoil the surprise like ruin christmas for everybody and it's like uh, okay fine you 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 basically show them off this notch but people don't want to know they want to discover it on their own but you just want to like oh blow away just no here it is enjoy but people don't enjoy it so why it's uh yeah it's a questionable thing why people spoil post these spoilers up on the internet all these times again as you said uh, boss 15 minutes of fame but that's just about it but everyone's either be happy or not happy yeah it, it's a fickle thing
1: yeah all right well onto to the more positive pokemon news there was another trailer released the other day but there was a bit of a twist so the pokemon company uh, in their infinite wisdom said that uh, the day before the trailer, that there was going to be a, a new one coming out and that you don't want to miss it. Little did we know that it was basically going to be a Rolodex trailer with Ed Sheeran.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Remember
1: Celestial? It's still a great song. But uh, they basically did a whole like in-game footage playing with Celestial in the background. Let's just say people weren't exactly happy. <laughs> uh they weren't wanting Ed Sheeran. They were wanting more details, which we did get. There were a few minor things that we saw in the footage that wasn't shown before. Not the least of which was the
2: apparent new Dawn fan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. evolution, sorry, ancestors. It's, it's a little vague right now.
1: Um, basically, this is reinforcing the past versus future element of Scarlet and Violet. There's the iron tusk and the iron treads. And there's this book that you'll get in the Path of Legends, which further flushes out that story. And uh, your classmate, uh, Arvin, I believe it, his name is, he will using the book, be using the book to, to t- take you on the Path of Legends. And apparently there was this expedition in the Paldea region in, in past times, and they encountered one of these two versions of Donphan. And it gets pretty dark. Like, they said that the Iron Tusk... Was so aggressive that it mortally wounded one of the explorers after attacking him. Eesh,
0: but then again, you you see these stories in real life as well. So yeah, having the tusk can gore somebody. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's just it's just funny. It's like, oh yeah, we mortally wounded him. You mean you you killed him? No, we mortally wounded him.
3: Just a flesh wound. It's a <laughs> it's a
1: flesh wound. Yes, multi Python references. Love it. So. Yeah, that that's very interesting, and we got to see other clips of like different gym leaders and Pokemon. So it's a nice little thing. I think a lot of people were expecting another Pokemon reveal, which you can get via the leaks. So if you absolutely must, but uh, we're all very excited for uh, the game to come out. The games to come out next week. Um, we will be reviewing them as soon as we can. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully by the end of the month. So. Fingers crossed, and be on the lookout for any more announcements, because I'm sure they'll throw at least one more before the, the launch next
2: weekend.
1: <laughs> Alright, next up, this is the big story, in many ways. This is the sales data for the Nintendo Switch of the last quarter, uh, Jan- J- sorry, July, August, and September, and there were some very key things to note. Number one, the Switch is at 114 million units sold.
2: <laughs> now, I've
1: heard conflicting information about how much they actually sold during the last Three months, but it doesn't really matter. Uh I mean it matters in context. But overall, 114 million, very impressive. I'm pretty sure it ranks fourth or fifth all time in consoles. Uh or sorry, overall uh video game platform, so that's very impressive. And it's only four million away from the next one, which we it can possibly get by the end of this quarter, especially with Black Friday and Christmas coming around. <laughs> And obviously, the sales were down from last year because of the uh, semiconductor shortage and all the other parts that's you know have been uh, having uh, trouble getting out. So, but that's having all consoles, not just a Switch. The one, the one thing I want to talk about before we go into individual games is the Switch's software units as a whole is at 917 million units. They are 83 million units short of a billion. (laughs) pretty much guarantee that Scarlet and Violet are gonna make up about twenty million. <laughs> I mean like tell me I'm wrong. Come on. You're wrong. Fine, be that way. What do you know, website host? <laughs>
3: I know nothing actually <laughs> I know
1: nothing. I know nothing. Uh but like that blows me away and I was look I was hearing like other numbers of uh software units and a mi- they basically have sold a billion games in total, that's first and third party combined in not even six years of the switch. Like that's just mind blowing. I, I I'm so happy for Nintendo. I mean, this is like the biggest bounce back they could have ever have hoped for after what happened with the Wii U. And I, I'm, I want that number to just go well beyond a billion to say like, this is, this is how you do, you know, consoles and video games. Cause while the PS five and Xbox series X can't even get their games out the switch is like here's one for this month, here's one for this month, here's one for this month, here's one for this month. So, winning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just very great to see. Like Nintendo's still profiting uh, even after all these years since its release. Like, yeah, just to think about that such of a high number. Like, yeah, the, I mean, in ratio to like the population of the world right now, like, yeah, it's it's it's. it's pretty darn amazing so yeah i'm also happy for nintendo like doing such great numbers and here's hoping that one it shows that yes you do have the capital and i don't know perhaps getting that whole into the quote unquote switch pro but i think i digress so maybe they they can show off like improvements of some sort that yeah you do you do have have a good base here so maybe build upon that so here's hoping that is that's a sign to come
1: yeah what do you think Keith? (sighs)
3: ah <sighs> okay then <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say nintendo keep on being nintendo what else can i say no, They're that's, doing that's, well
1: that's, yeah. that's, that's absolutely accurate and i appreciate that i mean that's what it that's what it needs to be i mean nintendo, when it, nintendo thrives on being nintendo i mean yes as we've talked about on this website sometimes they go too far like way too far in their nintendo isms but when they're like making the best games and i will i will maintain that nintendo has some of the best games of this year or any other year um they are the most consistent they're the ones who try and make the best games for all plat or sorry for uh all genres
3: <clears throat>
1: what what
3: not saying anything just interjecting that's all uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I'm not saying they have all the best games. That would just be mad because there are plenty of games on on Sony and Microsoft. I was just
3: interjecting on all genres. That's all. Go on. Nope. <laughs> I don't me
1: hanging because I don't know exactly what you mean. Are you saying that they they aren't doing all genres or most? I would
3: say they're very. They neglected their racing genres. How oh, about that?
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, I I agree. If only we could send and maybe
3: any- fighting games.
1: Well, <clears throat> well, fighting, they have Smash Brothers.
3: They could do more.
1: They could do more. They could do more. Um, I will say we, we definitely need to send a messenger to uh, Nintendo to make them work on the racing titles. Does anybody have a Falcon I can borrow? F- Falcon, anyone?
3: I have no idea what you're referring to, and Falcon? that is it. Uh, I plead the <laughs> fifth. Captain, Captain Falcon.
1: Captain Falcon. Anyway. I have nothing to say. I know nothing. I know nothing. All right. But uh, now to the thing that I have honestly been waiting months for, literally. We have the sales reveal numbers for uh, Bay Chronicles 3 and Splatoon 3.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Now, I'll start with Splatoon because that's the bigger number, not surprisingly. Within less than a month, because remember, Splatoon 3 launched on se- September 9th, and the-, the quarter ended on September 30th. In less <laughs> than a month, they sold 7.9 million units.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: to give you some context on that um the the, la- the last time Splatoon, sorry, when Splatoon 2 launched, it uh within a quarter only sold a couple million units within a whole quarter versus Splatoon 3 which sold basically 8 million in less than a month. It was like literally 3 weeks cuz the 9th to the 30th.
0: Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it was quite impressive,
1: quite impressive. Yeah, exactly. And then uh we have to remember that well basically half those numbers was just japan in those three weeks i'm like seriously like japan absolutely loves those uh those games all right it's like okay then and remember it's already the best-selling game in japan of this year Splatoon 3. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: wow uh oh, all yeah, right here's here's the number. Uh, in its first fiscal quarter, Splatoon 2 sold 3.61 million copies, and now Splatoon 3 is at 3 million in less than a, or 8 million in less than a month. So. that's
0: that's the jump you want all right yeah (laughs) like just even with those like like even with honest we saying like it's just basically uh splatoon 2.5 or all that other minor updates but it just kind of goes shows that yeah splatoon 3 is just that good and even though if you're like done with the battle pass like me like just going up on the rank the rank modes and all that it it just kind of goes to show like you can easily come back to this game and just have fun with it. Again, it's Nintendo's full product on the multiplayer genre, which actually is worth it. You don't have to pay for a Battle Pass. You don't have to pay for anything. It's just a simple product. That's it. Like, how hard is that? And boom, it's making money for them.
1: Yeah, and there is DLC, but, you know, it's good DLC. It's not like, it's not like you have to pay for, like, cosmetics. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are those are naturally in the game. In-game currency. Who would have thunk? <laughs> uh But yeah, so, and then to remind you, the original Splatoon on the Wii U sold just under 5 million units, which for the Wii U was very impressive. But it did that, Splatoon 3 did that in less than a month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, even just facing up against Japanese players is just, like, absolutely Mm -hmm. maddening at times. But that only goes to show you that, I mean, from... Like I can only imagine how much advertising, because again, with the like, I know a lot of YouTubers play uh, on uh, Splatoon Three, so there's definitely a lot more advertisement outside what Nintendo does to help really push this game. So, I, yeah, I think it, that will help warrant it why it done so so great on in Japan's market. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then for Xenoblade Chronicles Three, it sold. It came out late July, like July twenty ninth. Uh, in two months, it sold one point seven nine million units which is better than Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did in its whole first year.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> not at, it's not as big a jump as Splatoon 3, but that's still a jump, and it was critically acclaimed, and it's currently my game of the year. Yes, yeah, Keith, I didn't play Elden Ring, sue me, but...
3: You're, you're entitled to play whatever you want to. <laughs> <Thank> oh. you. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer.
1: <laughs> we know. Um. But yes, it that was it is an improvement and I'm I'm just glad it was over a million cuz we all knew that Xenoblade was much more of a niche RPG. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of its combat system and its story, but I really wanted people to play this because I feel it's just a, absolutely one of the best video game stories I've ever, I have ever I have ever experienced. And uh, to see that it did almost 2 million in 2 months is great. I'm hoping it's closer to 2 million right now when you add in October or November. But uh I'm just happy for them. That hopefully means we will get Zelda Chronicles 4.
0: Uh, I mean, that's pretty much eventual we're going to how Soft is doing. I mean, yeah. like, one, obviously, we still need to wait for that remake of X. That's for sure. And all
3: that.
1: Or just go Final Fantasy and do X2. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> as long I mean, as the soundtrack is just as good. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, bring back
0: Sawano. Bring back Sawano.
1: So, yeah, both of those games are now part of the Million Sellers list, which is growing exponentially. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I know this is a stretch, but I'm pretty sure Scarlet and Violet will be on the Million Sellers list. Oh, no doubt. No uh, doubt. I don't know, but I me mean, I mean, Pokemon games selling well, Will, I mean, like, where's the precedent? It's not like it's been selling well for 25 years, <laughs> maybe. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Now, the other piece of news that was really interesting is that Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has sold 5.27 million units, which remember, it came out in February or March. Sorry, it came out in March. And that makes it the best selling Kirby game of all time.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see why. Again, I have completed the. Hundred percent completed that game, and yes, it is well warranted. It is well warranted. I'm happy that five million players has has agreed to that as well.
1: Yeah, uh, we actually talked about past Kirby titles in the, in, in a uh, previous episode. And the the previous owner of the bestseller was Kirby Star Allies, which was mm, just well, over five million when it came out on Wii.
2: mm 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 so, mm-hmm.
1: No, that wasn't Wii. That was Switch. That was like year one Switch, wasn't it?
0: I think so. Yeah,
2: like, uh, yeah.
1: Kirby Star Allies, because I because that was the four player one, you know, when you would, oh yeah, it was for Switch, yeah, that came out. Oh, there it was, 2018. There we go. So that was that was four years ago. So, but that, that, it's good to see that it's beaten that, and uh, uh, I'm happy for Kirby because, you know, C- Kirby doesn't always get the, you know, publicity and joy that it, it, even though it's an absolutely adorable franchise.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the the game that's i mean yeah as you said kirby is just one of those nintendo licenses that yeah it's kirby it's lovable it's easy but also same time very hard so yeah i'm just very happy that you yeah, have forgotten lands like and again surprisingly dark but also surprisingly cute so take what you will of it and it's just really great to see that this that Forgotten Lines, more as I said, became is the top-selling list of the series, so here's hoping that, uh, like, as with uh, these many uh, million-selling lists, that one builds upon it, maybe get something better, and who knows, maybe reach on something new on it. I don't know, a new start. Like the new Kirby Air Ride or something of the sort. But I'm just glad that, yeah, Kirby is still live and kicking, e- even at, like, other long-sides, like, nintendo ips like mario and Link, so yeah Kirby has more or less make it makes made its name in nintendo list
1: yeah okay and uh continuing on with the uh let's call it the corporate side of things uh will i will let you talk about the amiibo news
0: (laughs) so yes i have wrote it up on the art on this on the side and basically as as of today, since its release uh, back in twenty fourteen, when uh, the Wii U released alongside uh, Super Smash Bros. Wii U and three DS, it has currently has sold over seventy seven million Amiibo units. Yes, that is 77 mi- a million uh, amiibo figurines, or I think it's also including with the cards as well. So I am they didn't really specify it if it's with the amiibo cards, like the Animal Crossing cards, or including the the limited edition uh Mario serial amiibo, if you recall correctly, a while back. So but yeah, 77 over 77 million amiibos is currently out in the wild right now, which yeah, it is just crazy to think it so is that that much. And sure enough and i guess it has died down since its heyday back in 2014 of course the whole big shortage thing for, for uh villager marv the original uh four like, like a wifa trainer and all that but yeah now it, it's just continue it's just more or less still staying making us study a number across of course especially with um, the recent the new uh splatoon 3 amiibo would be coming out uh today at the time uh, on fridays so yes get the splatoon 3 amiibo as well as the last few smash brothers amiibo, which is a sephiroth and kaze which did show off a while back but of course naturally we're still waiting for a uh, Pyramithra and the Sora amiibo which i know a lot of people we expect to get that but yeah amiibos you think you think it's just simple toys? No, people still love them. I myself included. So yes, seventy-seven million amiibos out in the wild. Congratulations, Nintendo! Yes, NFC uh, figurines are not dead yet.
3: Not yet, yet.
0: I mean, of course, it's gonna be going with the downside, with like with our uh, Babies and all that, but i was just really surprised that these nfc figurines are still working especially like you, you've you seen other companies like with disney's infinity figurines which yeah like yeah um boss i know you said a while back you said you did have some disney infinity figurines but it was on some, some good quality here and there but yeah it, sadly it doesn't compare to amiibo sadly enough
3: yeah unfortunately disney Infinity died out many 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 years ago so yeah
1: all right, and then uh, this one is actually the most interesting to me. Uh, they reveal that Nintendo Switch Online has thirty six, sorry, uh, yeah, 36 million accounts on the mm. service. Mm-hmm. But when you compare that to the 114 million Wii's, that means that it's basically one-third. Mm-hmm. So there are two-thirds of Switch owners do not have Switch Online, which is odd. Because when you break down the numbers, that means that there are more people with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe than there is people with Switch Online, which means that at least about 5 million Mario Kart 8 Deluxe owners aren't playing online.
2: Which is odd
0: it it kind of i don't be one people don't actually know about because i'm pretty sure there are some boomers out old people out there that don't know what what is nintendo online why do i need wow, this thanks, thing Will. <laughs> i
2: wasn't gonna say it but you're like you know, you know keith's in the room right
0: <laughs> or like it's or on the other hand is basically regarding to they don't want to spend that extra like I know they also they did kind of raise the price uh, especially with um yeah, sd4 yeah. expansion pack so maybe there's just someone that, like spend that extra 20 bucks even though it is the cheaper option of the current online s- services right now but not really much you can get on nintendo online service as much as we uh, criticize about it so maybe it's does so but again saving 20 bucks and all that so it's up to the player's choice but yeah it is definitely kind of um, glaring that there is just that many people that doesn't have nintendo switch online so yeah yeah it's it's a story it tells it tells you something
1: yeah i mean for me it's just like well you need nintendo switch online it doesn't feel as impactful as the, the other two you know competitor services like it's not even close at times like oh we give you retro games well they give us you know more modern games and could be better ones at times and even
0: free games free i like games. game pass yes
1: uh, so i mean a game pass is 10 bucks so yes yes yeah and i'm not saying those other services are perfect they're not at times but the switch is the switch online even with the expansion pack which i know our former co-host of ours like praises to death it's not the same it's yeah, it's I... not
0: Right, right, right. Of course, that and of course, still it is still um varying quality of going to online play. I mean, I know recently the whole Mario Party of games that you actually can play online, but with varying results. If you're playing online, if it's locally, no problem. But if it's like different countries, yeah, don't forget about it. So, yeah, uh, Nintendo, we say this thing many times over and over. Work on your online infrastructure, <laughs> but of course
2: you don't listen. So <laughs> uh, that is
1: another case of Nintendo being Nintendo, like. Uh huh. All right. So, uh, next up, oh, I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Oh yes, Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. So th- this is an, an this is a rumor based off the ESRB listing. If you go to the official ESRB listing for Bayonetta three, you will see that it has a notif- uh, a a listing or something uh not not notification um a mention I guess of in game purchases, except Play the game, the only in game purchases are the ones you do at the gates with Rodan, but that's via the official currency of the game. You can't pay to get more currency, not that you need it if you actually play the game. Um, so, what are the in game purchases that is referenced in this review? Well, a lot of people think it means that there's going to be DLC content. Not confirmed, all right, but it does make sense that they might do this. Might. Uh, But I don't know. The the question the question if you will how are they going to do DLC content? I don't I can't say the ending, but let's just say that the ending paints the story going in a very specific direction and that would greatly impact any DLC that happens. So if (laughs) there is DLC, it would be very curious to see what it is. Then again, it could be like a challenge mode, or they actually do have that via the Witch Trials. But, I don't know. Again, this is not confirmed, it's just based solely off of a single sentence in the ESRB review. So, make of it what you will.
0: Hmm. I mean Bayonetta has DLC Yeah, I, 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 I can't see that. Especially if we're going to the last two prior games that it, again, full products. You don't need DLC. I mean if you're gonna go DMC route and go for the Bloody Palace, then yeah, I don't think that's really a DLC worthy, unless like a really good reward at the end of it, but that that's that would cry for Bayonetta is like do you it's you don't need it. You just don't need it.
1: Yeah, I, I actually agree that Regardless of what you think of the ending, I don't think the DLC is was needed for this title. Um, again, unless it's like something, uh, it's gonna be a bad example, but like with Gotham Knights when they're doing like that four uh, yeah. four person co op mode, if they were to do that, say with Bayonetta, Jean, and, and Viola, that could be something cool. If it's like a one specific mode that you pay like five bucks for, and you have like a unique multiversal campaign, which is not a spoiler, uh. That would be interesting, but I don't know if it's needed, you know. So, we, we'll 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 see. All right, next up we have. Uh, okay, this this one will enjoys as well. Near Automata, <laughs> because uh, the uh the head of the team Yoko Taro,
2: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: he did his interview recently about. Uh, the the switch port of the game which runs very very well and he know the interviewer noted that yokotaro actually wanted the the switch port back in 2018 <laughs> which is interesting and uh he, they asked him what are your feelings on that that it's out and he said quote i am hugely disappointed that we did not make it in time to get into smash brother <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, could you imagine if 2B actually got into Smash Brothers? I mean, maybe, like, I can easily see them as, like, the the me costumes with, uh yeah, and, of course, Emil's, Emil's head and all that. I can easily see that. But if 2B was actually as a, a playable character in Smash Brothers, like, I think that, surprisingly, I think she can work. Like, of course, with Bayonetta, like, that's a fine line. You can have Bayonetta, you can't have, possibly have 2B, but you can't have Mai Shiranui. I mean, again he, he sakura loves king of fighters so it's just it would have been such an interesting timeline but yeah kind of kind of saying that we won't see that happen
1: <laughs> yeah I, I can already hear some people being mad that like 2b is in there oh great we got another sword user
2: <laughs>
0: i mean if you have played near automata for anybody i'd like and boss you have played near automata as well correct
3: wait what <laughs> right. You, oh yeah, Are right. you asking yeah. me
0: this? Right, right. You're the big stand here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if anyone has played nirama like Tubi is just very versatile. I mean again, she was of guest character in a soul caliber of uh, six. five five? Six. Oh six six, 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 So yeah.
1: Star Wars. No, four was Star Wars. Four or five. One of those two. Doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: and five was uh it's your sorry. right, right, right. Uh but yeah to is just a very versatile character. She's not just a simple a swordswoman. She can really is very versatile. So it, again, if Two was able to be in Smash Bros, yeah, I think that would also set um a lot of people uh basically make a lot of people excited. I know our boss would have played played it no doubt. So yeah, but again, we have Pyramitra, so maybe that's a, a, a substitute. I don't know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm not opposed to this, and it, this just, just further shows the influence of Smash Brothers. That you know, this company has this massively successful game. It's the game that saved their company. They have a Switch port that runs very well, and the guy's only thought is like, I'm, I'm mad we didn't make it into Smash Brothers. <laughs> like, <laughs> and may I say, Yokotaro, I would have gladly have had to be in the game over Minecraft Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I will not let this go. Okay,
0: I mean, I would, I would easily kill to get a two B Amiibo. I would, I easy kill for one. Yes, but that that would be something. That would, that would be an, an extra million or so uh, Amiibo sales right there. You could have had that. Yes, but no had put in Minecraft,
2: Steve.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, we'll we'll probably eventually do another. Like who who should get into Smash Brothers next and two people mm. probably on the list, especially now that Yokotaro has made it clear that he's <laughs> yeah. And as we know, Sakurai does take requests.
2: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never
1: forget that's how we got Snake. Alright, uh okay. Speaking of third party characters in Smash Brothers, let's talk Sonic Frontiers.
2: <laughs> mm, mm,
1: mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. So if you haven't heard, the game is out, obviously. And the reviews are a bit uh, divisive. Some people really love the game, some people don't. Which you'd think, okay, that's that sounds right for a Sonic game. The main complaints that I saw were a the graphics, b the frame rate, and uh, some people didn't like the open world feel. Some did. Some liked the combat. Some didn't. Um, it was it was a mixed bag. You could tell uh, one of the biggest things I saw was that it didn't have like the refined touch. You know, like they were it felt like Sega team or sorry Sonic team was like throwing stuff at the wall and not refining the things that really worked versus you know just trying things out to see if it worked which i can understand given that this was their first true Sonic open world game so maybe next time <laughs> but uh fans seem to like it but uh, also i've seen ones who, who haven't
0: <laughs> the way I seen, see the review so far, like, yeah, it's definitely an, I I either love it or hate it. What the one thing for sure is like, it's it's clearly better than prior Sonic games, but then again, that's a very low bar to overcome. And like the other things, we we're too like, of course, physics wise, a lot of people basically complain about the physics, which, like, yeah, you go up a, a grind rail and you don't get the physics of speeding up or slowing down. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of jarring. And of course, naturally, one of our um, colleagues here, who's supposed to uh, review for for the site, unfortunately he can't play it because it, it unfortunately, it does make him kind of sick. So accessibility options is there, but that's uh, uh, something else entirely. But so, so it's very divisive. I mean, the soundtrack slaps. I love the soundtrack, but everything else, it, you you can definitely find some gripes. Like if you love this part or I hate this part. I mean, I love the part where, when he goes supersonic, but. That's just about like one in a here and there, so th- you can definitely there's a lot of parts of the game that you can easily love or hate, so that that's why I see found of many critiques out there
1: Keith, I know you have some feelings on this
3: yeah, we already brought it up. My main concern was uh the accessibility again, as he pointed out uh Jordan um isn't able to play it because the game is so fast paced and he's not able to play it as well as other people um. And there's no accessibility options that slows down actions or makes it easier for them to uh, to turn or anything of that nature. So that's very poor planning on Sega's part. The fact that you know accessibility is a big thing, and we're talking about getting more people to play games, especially people who aren't able to play games. So that's very frustrating. I'm um, also a lot of people were concerned about, hey, it's open world Sonic, but it doesn't do everything like it's supposed to. I'll give Sega that. They're still stuck in unfortunately the Sega or I'm sorry, the Sonic cycle, cycle, where one good Sonic game comes out, another game comes out, and it's terrible, another game comes out, as good, another game that comes out, is terrible. And the issue I have with with Sega and Sonic is they can't go all in. And what I mean by that is it's make it all 3D or no 3D. Don't give us 3D and then give us 2D levels and then 3D levels. No, stop that. Don't do that. Because you're shortchanging yourself. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Okay. 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 My 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 thing is that I like, I I can't I just can't get over this the statement that you know they were making this remember they said they were making this game to get good reviews.
0: <laughs> right.
2: I I How would that
1: work yeah. out for them? And there are there are so many people who are talking about uh who want something like Sonic Adventure three or sonic mania 2 and they're they're not getting it they're getting games like this instead and we're not saying that oh, sonic frontiers is bad i haven't played it i have no right to judge it but clear, a lot of people said hey let's you know what we need we want this we want this sonic Team's like no you're getting this and i'm very curious about what the sales figures for sonic frontiers is going to be especially after these review scores because if it does sell well, then that just reinforces Sonic Team's notion that, hey, we were right the whole time. But then if it doesn't sell well, can we really trust them to change course? Or are they just going to double down once again? We don't know. So, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like Sonic Team. I mean, this is a very good step like, especially from your prior games, but you still have a lot more work you have to do. So that, let, let this be an example. Like, you want this thing to be to so, uh, take some fan feedback a little bit more to heart. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, next up, uh, we have uh, this small piece of news. If you haven't played Mario Strikers Battle League yet, you have an opportunity to do it for free. Yes, for free! <laughs>
0: Except there's some caveats, if I okay, recall there correctly. There
1: are some caveats. I will get to them. There is a there is a demo for the game available right now in the Nintendo eShop. And if you get it, you will have uh, access to certain characters in the game. I, I also don't know which ones are available, but it's not the whole roster. And you will have the ability to do multiple matches and one cup battle uh, in the game. So if you do quick play match, you'll have seven opportunities to play. And then if you do the cup mode, you can do the cannon cup once. So, with those eight matches, eight plus matches, you will have more than enough to see if this is a game that you want to purchase. And to be clear, this game has already sold, I think it was over two million copies, probably over three million by now.
2: Really? So, uh...
1: Yeah. Well, that, that was the last quarter sale, so that's that's how I know. But uh, this is likely just to them to extend the olive branch and say, like, hey, if you were nervous about this game, here's a demo to try it out and you know get you to buy it.
0: I mean... I uh, appreciate it. Pro- yeah, yeah. props to Nintendo actually releasing a full-fledged demo, and from what I remember as well, they only allow for six characters to be playable in this demo. So yeah, just just giving a small taste of it. And I mean, ever since now with the full release of it, they have updated a little bit. So they have. Polished up a little bit I'm including adding more characters like pauline as well as diddy kong so and yeah we, we're still waiting for like other updates uh, supposedly down the line but we don't know regarding to camelot so yeah just here's hoping that they do improve the game and give it a bit more of a life before they move on to the next project because again like while i do love our strikers this one is just yeah it's just not the same just not the same I, I'm sorry. I just here's hoping that it goes back to that attitude era. But then again, that's just me.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's see. We're almost done. Uh, here's one that Will will enjoy. Next week on the uh, 16th, there is going to be a Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak event.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: this will mm-hmm. be uh, a event that talks about the the third free update for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, including the new monsters you'll get, the updated gameplay and the roadmap for the future of the title's DLC expansion.
2: Mm, Yeah,
0: I just really love how these Monster Hunter directors like really, it is quite packful, especially for the game. And yeah, even though the quote unquote main story is done, they're still coming out with like content, be it like the side quest DLCs, emote DLCs, like whatever. I mean, sure it's grimy as heck, but again, that's that's Monster Hunter shtick what's new so and yeah from the new yeah i can't wait to see what other new monsters are going to be announcing later on the line and i don't know maybe it just will be enough to maybe go go back into my Hunter once again it's yes. again so many games want my attention i can't have it's too much, too much games you can't,
3: can't hold all those games huh
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can't hold all them. these games in my hands I, I, I'll let the boy play all the games <laughs>
0: like the i mean that's one thing i I, do, I i'll give credit to to um to capcom and monster hunter like they when they make a game they know how to support the game for a very long time and that basically makes the value of purchase well worth it so yeah that props to you capcom props to you, monster hunter team. all right and
1: then okay just two more we have tales of symphonia the remaster is has gotten its release date. It will be on February seventeenth, mm,
2: mm, mm, which mm, mm.
1: yet again adds to a very stacked February because mm. there's like a lot of games coming out in February next next year, including Octopath Traveler two, literally the right. After Tales of Symphonia.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want uh, you want to play an old classic JRPG, by all means, has a But Danny, can you also get it on Steam? But if you want to get the new JRPG, by all means, get Octopath Traveler
1: two. <laughs> So wanted to let you know that and there's a new trailer uh, showcasing everything so go check that out uh again this is like hail this is one of the best rpgs ever made so you definitely will want to check it out <clears> haven't <throat> i will probably get it eventually but i will be focusing on octopath and if i haven't beaten fire emblem Engage by that point oh yes
0: so... Engage too oh man yeah, yeah. yeah
1: that's a month beforehand so i should have enough time but we'll, we'll see i we don't know how long the game is so who knows and then finally overwatch 2 Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Blizzard noted that the game had a 35 million players within the first month of release, which is impressive, and double what they had for the original game or in its first month's launch, which is kind of expected for a sequel, you know. Uh, they also noted that a lot of the players that they had within the first 10 days were those who were brand-new players, and wanted to try out the free to play model so there's that but game's still broken as heck
3: oh broken is an understatement (laughs)
1: let's dig 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 deeper let it all out keith let it all
3: out it's an overhyped game that's a steaming piece of crap and blizzard should be ashamed for what they did i hate the fact that they still continue to take characters and force them into roles oh we need a tank oh we need a dps oh nope you're just a designated healer like I, I stopped playing Warcraft years ago. What are we doing here?
1: Preach. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I've, I've looked up some of these things, and apparently like the queues are still massively long, especially for competitive play. And yep. Blizzard's, Blizzard's response is, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> really Man. You, don't, you don't say also there's one character who's basically like broken from a role standpoint oh. And, oh yeah and and their position is we'll get to her down the line
3: yeah i was reading about that a good a, a person who's great with that character literally just breaks the game You yeah sojourn is character. like yeah it's
0: just basically the better soldier 76 yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so just saying uh congrats blizzard for having a successful game it's just too bad that it came at the cost of it being a broken game that might you know cost you a lot down the road but i'm sure you're making money and that's all you care about you know that's why you made diablo immortal right oh yeah that
0: remind me oh
1: i know yeah i i heard about i i i remember jj's ran on the discord and i actually looked that up just to make sure he wasn't lying I'm like no he's not lying at all and that's just horrible Wrong.
3: I used to like playing Immortal, and I was like, no, nope, this is dumb. I stopped playing that game. It was, I was just hurting for a Diablo fix because <laughs> it's been years since we had a decent Diablo game, and Diablo. Immortal wasn't Diablo it. Diablo
1: stuff, man. Do you got any more Diablo
3: stuff? Still waiting on four. There you go. Still waiting on four.
1: <laughs> All right, and with that, we will now head into our main event, because, ladies and gentlemen the Splatfest is this weekend sadly this will be the first Splatfest possibly ever that i will not be able to play due to my uh, comic-con commitment i will not bring my nintendo switch to michigan with me i don't trust myself <laughs> i don't trust myself i don't trust you know people who might be in the hotel that i will be at i i'm leaving it at home because i want to play pokemon next week and i ain't gonna risk losing everything just because of really evil people so I will not be able to participate. However, I will still be in this debate because it's time to settle it in splat. Alright, so we've already talked about it a lot, but let's just have a little bit of fun here. It is the uh, Pokemon starter debate. It is grass types versus fire types versus water types. And here's how it's going to break down. Will is going to be the grass types. I am going to be the fire types. And Keith, our expert Pokemon master. (laughs) Uh, In a different world. In in, in his multiverse of madness. um, He will be defending the water types. So we gave him all episode to study up on water types. He's had exactly an hour and like 25 minutes to study up on water types, water type mm. starter Pokemon. So I'm sure he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Uh, so how we're going to do it is we're going to ha- start off with Will. Then we'll go to me. Then we'll go to Keith. And our goal is to defend why these starters are not just the best Pokemon, but the best ones to start out with with every game. And you are allowed to point out which ones are better than all the rest, like of all the types and even all the other Pokemon. So we'll defend the grass types.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So, why is it that grass types is basically one of, if not the one of the best star Pokemon generation types out there? So, back in my day, back in old generation one with Bulbasaur. Ah, uh, yeah. It, Arguably it is indeed one of the most easiest point choices ever because again the first two gym leaders with Misty and Brock easily can be toppled over by Leaf, uh, Leaf Side like, with Bulbasaur, and afterwards it's like yeah it's pretty much easy easy mode first and then afterwards it gets a bit harder afterwards but again it helps ease new players newbies like me just into the Pokemon world and of course naturally like I don't know about the, the later generations and again I- I'm not a big Pokemon fan like uh, Todd here, but with the later generations, you get, you get a good variety of grass type Pokemon. I like, this is the, uh, Chikoritas, uh, Trico. And of course the later, the later evolutions is just like, okay, like it's just a very good typing. Like sure be burned by fire types and all that. Yeah. That's the obvious glaring flaw of them. But there's just something about grass type Pokemon. You just can't go wrong like and of course naturally with the in collab with, with scarlet and violet Sprigatito, can you really say no well then again we have to with fire type there's that, but it's Sprigatito. it's literally a grass type cat like sure we may have like eevee's with um well uh leafy correct uh, the leafy on evolution of is so but yeah like uh, it's just something about Grass-type Pokemon. Just like It just works. You, again, you harness like the, the Grass-type moves like with uh, Leech Seed, Mega Drain, Solar Beam, arguably one of the most powerful moves out there in the game. And yeah, it, it just really works very well. In my opinion, that Grass-type Pokemon just is a comfy type. You can't go wrong. And I quote from Shiver, don't I deserve a comfy type Pokemon after winning both Splatfest?" Yes, I am going there and yeah, props to the Splatoon team, writing, the writing team for actually putting that in the, in the conversation. So prop to them, but yeah, uh, overall it's just like all the grass type Pokemon has always been very unique. Sure. It may not be have like a lot of different weaknesses going against it with fire type, with ground types and all that. Like there's a lot of things that can definitely take out grass type, no problem, but in the end, I just feel like it's a type that you can easily... It is the most adaptable one of all. all. So if you got Grass-type with you, I mean, Spigatito, then by all means, Grass-type Pokemon is definitely a, a starter Pokemon you won't go wrong with. I mean, sure, you can go with Fire-type just because of pure fire, and Water-type just because of its Water-type, but Grass-types, yeah, it's chill. Literally a chill-type, you can't go wrong. So that's what my argument for Grass-type Pokemon. It is just a Tier-type, you won't go wrong. With, go wrong with it.
1: Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. It's <laughs> You can totally get wrong with it. All right. What's the argument for fire Pokemon starters? What's the argument that puts them above all others? The answer is Charizard. <laughs>
2: of course. End
1: of argument. Off to you, Keith. Now I'm just joking. For now. Uh, Fire-type Pokemon have been... If you really want proof that the grass types have always been inferior, just in general... In the U.S., we didn't get red and green; we got blue and red, which means that red was in both versions across the both across both regions, whereas grass and water were uh, either discarded or replaced. And that means that you know fire has always been dominant, all right. And since Charizard. We have been the standard. Yes, Blastoise is awesome. I started out with with Pokemon Blue. He will always be a special Pokemon to me. But consistently, the starters that you talk about for one reason or another are the fire types. All right. Talking about Charizard. I'm talking about Typhlosion. I'm talking about Blaziken. I'm talking about Incineroar and Delphox. All right. These are the Pokemon, or even Cinderace with uh, the last generation. These are the Pokemon that, for whatever reason, they just turn out the coolest, they turn out the best, and then they show off in the anime more times than not. Even when it's not Ash's Pokemon, the fire types are dominant, all right? Charizard became easily one of, if not the most popular Pokemon. Yes, I know people say it's Pikachu, but a lot of people also say it's Charizard. Uh, It became the icon of uh, the Pokemon uh, revolution in many ways alongside Pikachu, all right? It's so much so that not only is it one of the few Pokemon to ever get two Mega Evolutions, it's been used by multiple trainers across the generations, including uh, Elaine in the anime, and Leon, who has never lost with Charizard at his side. That's how dope Firestarters are, ladies and gentlemen, that Leon is basically unbeatable with Charizard at his side, unless Ash beats him in the uh, current anime. So, yeah, that's how dominant they are. Now, I know what you're thinking, but Todd, Fire type Pokemon, they've 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 got me a, a little. They've gotten a little repetitive over the years. And, yeah, and I and I agree with you. There was a time when they were like obsessed with Fire and Fighting type Pokemon. I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. And I I I looked up multiple lists of ranking the Fire type starters, and everyone agrees that Tepig is the worst Fire type starter. I do not disagree with that at all. All right, I don't agree that Chimchar should be so low on the list. I think he was really cool, especially in the anime where, again, he shined with ash. So, uh, but yes, Tepig, not the best. But Chimchar, Score Scorbunny, Cyndaquil, uh, Fennekin, Torchic, all right? And, of course, Charmander. These are the dominant ones, all right? These are the dominant ones pokemon and it's true that especially in the og game starting off with the fire type is risky because you have to go up against brock who is a rock type trainer and then misty who is a water type trainer both of which are strong against fire types but when you endure past them you're basically unstoppable and the rest of the generations were much more kind to them and you could work around them which is why they had the fire and fighting types, so you could uh, battle rock types fire burns Alright? It will burn away this competition. It will burn away the hellish in this Splatfest. And while I have not, while I have not looked at the evolutions from Coco, I am interested because I, I expect it to be a, a very cool evolution, whatever it is. Alright? And you can't tell me that the grass types and the water types haven't become repetitive at times, or kind of basic at times. Let's not forget that they did back-to-back weird evolutions for uh, or similar evolutions for Greninja and Inteleon. Ooh, I have a ninja and a sniper. That's not the same thing at all. So, and grass types weren't much better, alright? So, fire types, they rule. Charizard-type evolution are the best. Plays of a close third. So, uh, yeah, I win. Good night, everybody. <laughs> 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 alright. Keith, our water Pokemon expert.
3: <laughs> the only laugh because they set me up you know i know nothing about pokemon so that's funny <laughs> i'll get you guys later <laughs>
1: he will he's our boss
3: i know nothing about pokemon i shouldn't say nothing but i don't follow up on the series so yeah All i know is squirrels squirrels cool so it wins because it's a cool factor
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, 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 I'll give you that i'll give you that i love squirrel too I plus if you
3: already too. need some water hey you got a water pokemon you can't Drink fire or drink dirt or grass?
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, debatable. Debatable.
3: <laughs> I like to see you show me somebody who can drink fire. There are fire eaters. There are, there
1: are, there are people do that all the time, actually. They're fire I nerds. said drink. They do. They drink the stuff and then exhale fire. And, then, and what about the flaming sword guys? Remember them?
3: They're not drinking the sword. Wow.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into the joke I have in mind, but yeah, I understand.
3: I mean, what else can I say about water Pokemon? They're they're cool. Um, they give you water. Um, they beat fire Pokemon, so you know. Sorry, <laughs> fire guy. <laughs> I, I
0: mean, I I I'll aid you here a little bit, boss. So like, yeah, if if I had to go for a water type Pokemon, because like one. What a type of Pokemon, as you said, Squirtle, and of course, evolution of Blastoise with Gary Oak and Blue is just like, it is pretty much the next selection of good Pokemon. Like, Blastoise... Classic one, of course. But, of course, like, you pretty much nailed it there with Todd. Like, yeah, with um Subtalion, just, like, that sniper Pokemon. It's just pure on Q-Factor. Who doesn't want a sniper Pokemon that just, like, yeah, has a Mega Evolution, go up on the sniper tower, and just, like, boom, one shot, one kill. That's pretty much his, his deal. Um Yeah, it's just, like... All, all of all the like the water type Pokemons, like yeah, from Squirtle to even like the later evolution, like Pereira, um, yes, Septilion. Oh, it's just all these different uh, water type Pokemons. has just been very, like, yeah, as, as I said, boss cool, but at the same time, it just like has that. Um,
3: what is that? I always like Vaporeon, I love the design. Oh, yeah, Vaporeon, yeah, yeah, we can definitely that's bring it.
1: That's, that's our starter, though.
3: I mean water type pod types in
0: general
2: what
1: was it what did you say keith you said charizard charizard well it's the final evolution of your starter okay <laughs> that's, that's the goal though is to get the final evolution that's the starter that's, that's the whole point you don't you don't get the po- the starters to not raise them that's half the point
3: I didn't hear you say Charmander once. I just I said
1: Charmander multiple times. Come on. <laughs> I totally didn't hear that. Then you need to listen to the host.
3: I'm deaf. Uh,
0: but he's the boss, so I think he overpowers you. So
1: he has... Not in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, to help defend the water types, um, there are multiple generations where the water starter is either as cool, pun intended, or just doper than the fire type starter. I will defend Blastoise to my dying day um the, the water the water cannon turtle he's oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Feraligator well yeah alligator
1: is one that i think sometimes gets forgotten now it's a really cool design we went from a very cute totodile to a very menacing for alligator and of course greninja was so dope he got in smash bro yeah oh,
0: he was a forget- smash character I, yes i was charizard and
1: I, and I honestly forgot that charizard was in multiple smash games so there you go but uh but yeah C- greninja's cool um, I do think they had some missteps, though. Uh, marina for example, I thought that was an incredibly forgettable starter. It was Evolution. Uh, Incineroar and uh Decidueye were much cool. Like that—that that was a grass type that I was totally with Decidueye or the uh, Rowlet route. Rowlet route. But uh Empoleon, you know, I like the final design, but getting to him was kind of a chore. I didn't really like Piplup, I thought that was a little too basic. Yes, I know Dawn's Piplup was funny in the anime, but you know, not the same. Um and then I do just something about Inteleon that was just a little too similar to Greninja. Because, again we went from a ninja to a sniper, and yes, and he, he like Exude's cool, but Greninja was just as cool, if not cooler. All right. Uh, Mudkip, Mudkip was one I was thinking of. Um, his his line was cool. I did I I did like Swampert. Um, you know, like, but when you think of the best ones, you usually only think of one or two. Whereas in the fire types, you think of like multiple. You can easily name most of the fire type starters in their final evolutions because of how dope they are. Water types, you know, they sometimes play a little safer. They they sometimes get a little riskier. Uh, I mean, they're still great. And I am let's see the. Water type one for this generation is. Who is it, Will, for Paldea? It's. Mm. Oh, Quaxley! Duck.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah,
0: Quaxley, just, again, a Pavador ducky. It's. <laughs> Not, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about where they're going to go with that one, so I won't lie. But, uh, you know, I'm just still. I still think that they peaked at. They either peaked at Johto or Hoenn. And after that, it was just too much water. Oh! 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 oh, oh, oh. That's right. I went there. <laughs> laugh, dang you. See, this is why I need you, Scott, because you always laugh when I tell you that. <laughs> you, you listen to the host. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. Uh, All right. Breaking the cycle for a little bit. I'm actually curious. Who do you think is going to get the most like the popular vote? Who do you think is going to get it? Because that's—I really don't know.
0: Like, if because I have stopped by an Nintendo NY uh, this past week, and a lot of people love fire. Like, it's, again, with Char, as you said, Charizard is definitely a
3: very popular pick.
1: I'm sorry, did you, you literally just said people really love fire? <laughs> like, really?
3: Well, they do. I know, but it's just he's not lying.
1: The way he said it was like, are they all pyros? I mean, are they all arsonists? And we just don't know.
3: Uh, Uh,
0: it's kind of going even to, like, actually, Todd, if you go back into human history, humanity has been- infatuated.
3: by the way. (laughs) I I
1: totally asked for this, yes.
0: (laughs) Like, back in human history, people are infatuated with fire,
1: apparently. (laughs) It's like, well, actually, Will, if we were to go into the science of humanity, you would see that we are actually fleshly meaty sacks of mostly Walter, the Star Trek reference. All right, and also the planet is seventy-eight percent water, which now suddenly explains IGN's review of Generation Three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Seven
1: point eight, too much water. Gosh, dang it, IGN. It all makes sense now. Mm. Uh, okay, I, I personally think that it will be either fire, fire types, or water types. But then again. Remember, Team Fun won the uh, Island Popularity Contest, and I have still do not understand that at all.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting t- pose. So I cannot wait to see like what that beginning round is, who gets the, the initial uh, votes. So yeah. I am very curious. And if Team Shiver gets a, continues to sweep, by all means, I cannot, if Team Shiver gets a sweep.
1: <laughs> all right. I, I actually don't want her to win just so I can see her reaction. It's like, well, I had a good streak while it lasted. I still got my comfy grass type yeah and we just burned them up so
2: <laughs>
0: nah, it would be interesting to see what fry says i am i'm curious we're going to our and uh so
1: again the spot press is all weekend starting tomorrow and going until i think it's 5 p.m on sunday which is why i can't play it
0: and oh i i just realized now because like since now we have the you would have been a fire king or water king or leaf king
1: that was such a great time to have! Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I I I I I I really hate that I'm missing this. I love the Splat Fest. I really could have used it this weekend with all the things that have been going on recently with me. But uh, I will endure because I know that my fiery spirit will infuse with all the other fire type starter lovers out there, and you will carry the torch. See, that ties into it. I uh, carry the torch and lead us to victory. And if not, we're all gonna burn anyway. So, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: all right. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Tan Podcast. Keith? Yes. Darn! I just wanted to see how you would react. Now I'm listening. <laughs> just, to you. just that's how I reacted to our former co-host. I just wanted to see how you would react. All right. Uh, do let us know who you are picking in the upcoming Splatfest. Are you Team Grass Type, Team Fire Type, or Team Water Type? And why are you on Team Fire Type? Forget the other two. You, you, know, you know who to choose.
0: No, uh, join Leaf. Join Leaf. Sp- join Weed Cat.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, we'll leave that alone. All right. Uh, and I would ask you know, Keith to uh, join in, but he just watered down the conversation. Boom! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let us know who you're picking and uh, how much do you feel you're going to play this weekend. And also let us know what you thought about the uh, Scarlet and Violet leaks. Are you going to do your best to avoid them? what do you think about all the sales data for the Switch of the last quarter? Do you hope Bayonetta 3 gets some DLC? And what do you think it could be? Do you want to be or 9s in uh from Nier Automata in the next Smash Brothers game? Should they make one? And are you looking are you gonna try out the Mario Strikers Battle League demo? Let us know in the comments below. So, for Cooper Keith and Wario Will, I am Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. So raise the fiery flag.